You're listening to a Sunday service podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We're a faith community committed to racial justice, a place where we practice a deep and authentic welcome, where we listen deeply to where love is calling us next, and a place where with humility, courage, and compassion, we act for justice in the world. To learn more, please visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org. Goodness, does that song get into your head. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to First Universalist Church. My name is Arif Mamdani and I am one of your ministers here at First Universalist Church and it is a joy to be leading worship this morning with all of you. Folks, if you are here for the first time or even thousands of times. Think about that. Some of y'all have been coming here thousands of times. That's amazing. Next week is our State of the Church meeting. This is a mid-year check-in before we launch the annual giving campaign in March. It is an opportunity to connect with other church members, to get a heads up about some questions that we will be inviting you into at our annual meeting in June, and it is a chance to exercise one of the core responsibilities of membership. You can learn more in your order of service. You can learn more on our website. You can register for the annual meeting on our website, and we look forward to seeing you next Sunday at the State of the Church meeting. And so, friends, as we prepare ourselves for this time of connection and care, We remember that we are on land that is not our own. That people and land and beings are not possessions to own. That the earth and its people, past, present, and future, carry stories and hold histories of hope and resilience, of trauma and pain, 
and we commit ourselves to learning and holding it all, trusting in the power of love as we do what is ours to do to repair the web we all live within. So let's settle in. Let's take a breath together and prepare our, our hearts, our minds, and our bodies for this time of worship. How many of you have uh, celebrated a birthday since January 1st? I see a little, you know, couple hands tentatively going up. Um, how many of you are uh, intending to celebrate a birthday sometime between today and December 31st? All right, yeah, so that's all of us, right? And some people are online or celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday to you. A friend of mine says that the only thing that is really worth celebrating are birthdays. He might be one of the first people to admit that he can be a little curmudgeonly. But I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about this, right? Because what he, what he says, or at least my interpretation of this perspective of his, is that you, each of you, miracle enfleshed, miracle incarnate and moving around in the world, each of you is deeply worth celebrating. I was thinking about birthdays because on Friday, this Friday past, we experienced one of these amazing confluences of birthdays. You know those days when uh, an a amazing number of deeply powerful people came into the world at the same, same day, same time? So this last Friday, we celebrated the birthdays of Audre Lorde and Toni Morrison, both born on February 18th. These amazing, incandescent prophets, writers, activists, black women who paved the way and wrote about it so that we would have their words, spells woven through time and space to guide us along the way. And so in their honor, in honor of the spells that they cast, here are some words from each of them. From Audre Lorde. Sometimes we are blessed with being able to choose the time and the arena and the manner of our revolution. But more usually, we must do battle where we are standing. And from Toni Morrison, I'm a believer in the power of knowledge and the ferocity of beauty. 
So from my point of view, your life is already artful, waiting, just waiting for you to make it art. Come, let us worship together. And let us join Nora and Will as they lead us in our chalice lighting. Please join me as I say the words of our church. Love is the spirit of this church and service is its law. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to speak the truth in love and to help one another. Ready? Solway by Lupita Nyongo. Solway was born the color of midnight. She looked nothing like her family, not even a little, not even at all. Mama was the color of dawn, Baba the color of dusk, and Mish, her sister, was the color of high noon. Hardly anyone at school looked like Solway either. People gave her sister Mish pet names like Sunshine and Ray and Beauty. People gave Solway names like Blackie and Darkie and Night. Solway felt hurt every time. So she hid away while her sister made lots of friends. Solway dreamed of being the same color as her sister. She wanted real friends too. So she got the biggest eraser she could find and tried to rub off a layer or two of her darkness. How do you think that felt? Not good. It hurt. She crept into Mama's room and helped herself to her makeup. And then the makeup fell all over the place. Oh no, she would hear about this from Mama. Solway decided to work from the inside out and ate only the lightest, brightest foods. Bread and cauliflower and rice and bananas. With a stomach ache, she went to bed early and turned to God for a miracle. Dear Lord, why do I look like midnight when my mother looks like dawn? Please make me as fair as the parents I'm from. I want to be beautiful, not just to pretend. I want to have daylight. I want to have friends. If you hear me, my Lord, and would like to comply, may I wake up as bright as the sun in the sky. Amen. When Mama came in to wake her for school the next morning, Solway rose to find not a trace of daylight in her midnight skin. Solway told Mama 
everything. Mama asked, what is your name? Solway, she muttered. And what does it mean? Star, Solway whispered. Brightness is not in your skin, my love. Brightness is just who you are. As for beauty, Mama said, rubbing Solway's stomach the way she always did to comfort her. You are beautiful. Solway sighed. Well, you are beautiful to me, but you can't rely on what you look like to make you feel beautiful, my sweet. Real beauty comes from your mind and your heart. It begins with how you see yourself, not how others see you. Now, up you get and out you go. How could she, as dark as she was, have brightness in her? How could she have beauty when no one but her mother seemed to see it? How could she be a star? That night, a shooting star appeared at Solway's window. The night sent me, the star said. Come with me. Solway hopped onto the star, and off they went. Long ago, at the beginning of time, said the star, there was night and day, and they were sisters. They loved each other very much. But people didn't treat the sisters the same. People gave day pet names like lovely and nice and pretty. People gave night names like scary and bad and ugly. She felt hurt every time. Well, Night got fed up and walked right off the earth. Day stayed behind and enjoyed making everybody happy in the sun. See how bright? But then day grew too long. Day began to really miss her sister, and so did everybody else. What was it like without night? Not good because no rest, it was hot, just bothersome, too bright. Yeah. There had to be a way to get her back. Day set off to find night, and she did. I miss you, said Day. I miss you too, said Night. But you don't know what it's like to be treated badly for being dark. You're right, I don't, Day replied. But what I do know is that we need you just the way you are. Come and see. Night returned, and the people rejoiced. We need the darkest night to get the deepest rest. We need you so that we can grow and dream and keep our secrets to ourselves. 
the stars chimed in, brightness isn't just for daylight. Light comes in all colors, and some light can only be seen in the dark. While day had a golden glow, with night, everything had a silver sheen, elegant and fine. Day told her sister, when you are darkest is when you are most beautiful. It's when you are most you. Could it be that night did not need to change, not even a little, not even at all? Now that night and day were back together, a little bit of night returned to day in the form of shadows, and a little bit of day returned to night in the form of moonlight. They were inseparable from that moment on and promised to celebrate the brightness in each other, whether people chose to see it or not. You see, the star explained, we need them both on the sunniest day and the darkest night and every shade in between. Together, they make the world we know light and dark, strong and beautiful. Solway rose the next morning, beaming. There would be no hiding anymore. She belonged out in the world, dark and beautiful, bright and strong. And if she ever needed a reminder of her brightness, she could look up at the sky on the darkest night to see for herself. Solway felt beautiful inside and out. The end. Oh, oh, oh.
It's my task to invite you to a space of prayer, but I think we're well along there already. Yes. Let's increase that sense of connection. I invite you to send your energy down into Mother Earth again and up to the stars and out in time and space to all the people you love and all the people that love you. This is the space that we need for the good and the hard. This is how we get through things. This is how we amplify our joy and carry our pain. Let's take a moment 
to feel grateful for all that is good and to let ourselves feel sad for all that isn't. All of the feelings are welcome here. If it feels right, maybe you want to quietly mumble here in the sanctuary a joy or a sorrow, or speak it in your heart. And if you're with us online, feel free to share your joys and your sorrows. We are a community in many places, over time and space. We hold it all together. Lean into the feeling of being held. Spirit of wonder and power, great love that has wrapped us up in the magic of our presence here together, we offer our deep gratitude for the earth and the life in abundance she makes way for, for this moment and for these people, for the time we've already had here together to laugh, cry, break bread, cut up, learn and grow together. For the things we always manage to do when we get together, open hearts, believe in the impossible, feel with our whole everything a joy too often unattainable when we're apart from one another. For all of the people in our lives whose prophetic words and deeds have paved the way for our dreams, our insights, and this very gathering to take place. May this be a time to settle firmly into a simultaneous commitment to black life and to Unitarian Universalism. May this gathering serve as an opportunity to bear witness to work of connection, relationship, and collaboration being done in a new way. May this be a powerful testament to our gifts, the richness of our lives, and our collective voice. May all that we are and all that we bring, every bit of joy and triumph and every ounce of uncertainty and heartache carry us through. Offer us every lesson we may need to be healing forces without our own selves, within our communities, here and beyond and out in the world. What a great blessing it is to be here together. Ashe. Amen. Blessed be. To hear you, to hold you, I am sending you light. To hold you in love, I am sending you light. To heal you, to hold you, I am sending you light. To hold you in love, 
I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. My first Valentine's name was Melissa Martin Oglesby. She was my second Valentine as well. And my third and fourth and fifth and sixth. I think I got all the way up to nine. Um, uh, she was also my mother. Um, yeah, so uh, that helped. It made it convenient. Um, and I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually a very shy person, so it, it meant I didn't have to um, introduce myself to anybody that I didn't already know. So here I was with my Valentine, um, and I would buy my, my mother a present um, and, and make her a homemade card every time. Um, one time, uh, the homemade card was of those handmade turkeys that you can make for usually for Thanksgiving. I don't know. I made it for Valentine's Day because... It's all I could make at the time, okay? Um, hearts came the next year. I forgot all about that practice when I went to college because, um, you, know, you know, young folk, you forget stuff when you, when you go to college. You forget more than you remember. And then I remembered it again and decided to amp up that practice. I wrote my mother a poem. In fact, I wrote it to all mothers. And it was a poem uh, that prized the making of her leftover turkey sandwiches, in fact, <laughs> to those whose turkey sandwiches are irrevocably perfect, was the line. Um, and I forgot about that tradition um, until a few weeks ago, and uh, it occurred to me that it's time for another it's time for another vamp up. And the opportunity presented itself in the form of our get together today. And so today I'm welcoming you into a journey of celebrating what I call black magic. Celebrating uh, the black women, black womanhood, black trans kindred among us outside these walls all over the world, all over time who have contributed in their particular ways with unreasonable hope to keeping each one of us alive. And if you don't know 
who that person is in your life, if you don't know who those persons are in your life, simply keep paying attention to your life. The names will arise. So here is a very, very nerdy guy's pep rally for black womanhood and black trans pioneers. I invite you along the journey to celebrate with me. What we pay attention to grows. Adrian Marie Brown, the community organizer, the thinker, the writer, the powerful advocate for black women and the activist for the freedom of all people and communities. Adrian influences leaders and movements and hearts everywhere, starting in her hometown of Detroit. Justice groups, families, people with all kinds of lives have given their own bodies the freedom to be happy. What a revolution. The freedom to feel pleasure, the, to live communally with expectation and generosity. Adrian is sparking a sensual revolution in the footsteps of the black feminist lesbian warrior poet Audre Lorde, helping people to unchain themselves, helping us to unchain ourselves from the lessons that teach us to disrespect our bodies and ignore what we feel and what we want to. Adrian's work has an influence in the ways that we take care of ourselves and build communities, families every day. Adrian's is one of the names in a sea of many names. We owe a lot of thanks, yet rarely gets much more than a passing glance in the larger world. In the season which calls for us to express love as fully as we know how, we celebrate Adrienne Marie Brown and all the heroes who have strengthened the pleasure and power of black women, those prophets who call all of us to freer, love-drenched days, identities, and nights. Honor Black History Month and buy Adrian's books from a black-owned bookstore. If you don't know how to find one to visit in person or online, then I say honor Black History Month by figuring that out. <laughs> Making sure to look at the camera. You say everybody in the community, yes, yes? If you want to honor Black History Month, liberate yourself. What we pay attention to grows, remember? And this too, remember this, you are a part of the world. If you want to change the world, start with changing your part of it. That would change everything. As Unitarian Universalists, we see the good in a lot of things. And we honor the different ways people get to know the truth for themselves. We respect, we have respect for everyone's right to speak their mind. And we celebrate 
all those who speak the truth to the powers that threaten to wobble the truth off its balance. When we dare to learn the names that otherwise, by ignorance, our culture would teach us to forget, when we remember the names of our elder pioneers of all ages and all ideas, all ideals, when we honor them for their wisdom and the living stories they hold, we remember that our heroes are people just like us. They each have their own thoughts, their own dreams. They made mistakes just like we do. We see again and again that we are kindred with our neighbor generations and their neighbors, and on and on for all of time. We see that we are no less capable of remarkable love stories than they ever were, or they ever will be. We are born, too, with a name waiting to be part of freedom's revolution. We each have the stuff to spark echoes of legendary justice in a way that restores life and love to every story. When I get home, I am going to immediately call my mother. Uh, because I have fulfilled one of my life's goals, which is to find a way um, to, in a spiritually, theologically appropriate manner, quote directly from my favorite TV show. <laughs> She's gonna get a kick out of that. And then I'm gonna call my grandmother, she's also a minister, um, and tell her the same thing. She's gonna go, what? Okay. <laughs> I close here um, to honor the many black uh, women, the many black trans uh, women and men especially who were foundational to the gay rights movement. We know, we know Stonewall, but fewer of us know Marsha P. Johnson and, uh, and those are the names that we need to know that at the fundament of all that we call free in our bodies and spirits, so much of that has come from the sacrifice, the hard work, and the unreasonable hope and joy of blackness. And so we celebrate, because not enough celebrating is being done, and we celebrate because celebration is part of the point of our coming together. We ascribe worth, that's what worship is. So let us not leave this place without making sure to say Adrian Marie Brown. And if we say Adrian Marie Brown, we have to say Alicia, and we have to say Ayo, and we have to say Toni Morrison, and we have to say Octavia Butler. And 
we have to say Audre Lorde and Melanie Damore. We, we need to say Melissa Martin Oglesby. We need to say Catherine Martin, that's my grandmother. You need to say names too. Say them on your own time. Say them now. Say them quietly. Say them loud. Say the names of the living hope that goes with us each and all. Yes. This is my sermon partner over here. Yes, I see you. Yes, you too. Friends, there is cause for joy just because we woke up. There is cause for deep gratitude now for the names that we honor, the ones that we keep in the silent sanctuaries of our hearts, the ones that we all now collect, honor, lift up, and add to the flame so that all might see and all might hear and all might be free. So may it be. Amen. Ashe. Friends, when we gather together, we create this space of giving and receiving, of growing together. And that was an amazing gift that we received. Thank you, Dr. Glenn Thomas. In that spirit of unreasonable hope, in that spirit of joy and celebration, I invite you into this time in the service when we receive our offering, this expression of joy and gratitude and celebration this morning goes to support the work of Black Lives of Unitarian Universalism in ways not unlike what we did this morning, bringing into this sanctuary the black magic of Unitarian Universalism. Blue is doing much the same within the denomination across this nation and around the world. I hope you will join me in giving as generously as you're able. Frank, I'm just going to be real honest. Up here during the offertory, I, um, I said to Arif, I have no idea how he makes that piano sound like that. <laughs> I had a whole, just a whole cause to be, uh, to be proud of the long lineage of black artistry. <laughs> Don't, don't even get me started. We're going to be in here another... What year is it? Okay. <laughs> Friends, our service together is...
coming to an end, but wait for it. The service, no, I messed it up. Let me do it again. My friends, worship is coming to an end, but wait for it. The service is just beginning. I, I worked at a Catholic church where they always said that. And it, but I mean it. If you want to honor Black History Month, liberate your body. If you want to honor Black History Month, go and buy a book and don't stop at reading it. Live your life as if you have been here. Go now with love on your mind. Go with peace in your heart. Go with the sound of justice and the craving of liberation in the very soles of your feet. Amen. Blessed be. Have a wonderful week until we meet again and beyond. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting our ministry. Text First Univ, that's F I R S T U N I V, to 73256 to make your gift. If you are able to join us in person for Sunday worship, we'd love to see you in church. To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.